What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 82 of Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I'm a huge hiking nerd, and every single week on this podcast, I chat with other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. Or sometimes we don't even talk about their experiences on the trail, and, and instead we just BS about random backpacking things. And that's what this episode is. Baker Buck Corny's back for something, I think it's eight, episode number eight on Trail Tales, something ridiculous like that. But the theme of this episode was backpacking gear inventions that don't exist, or most of them don't exist anyways. Things that we envision, that we wish existed, that could be cool things uh, that don't exist already. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're looking to get into the backpacking gear game, then maybe you can rip off some of our ideas here. Kind of like we ripped off the idea for this from Backpacker Radio in the first place, or at least I did. So that's where the idea came from. I I talk about that at the beginning of the episode, but it was really fun. Baker concluded at the end, as you're going to hear, he concluded that my ideas were better than his, which I don't know if I agree with, but I did have some pretty good ideas. I'm going to just humble brag that here for a second, and it was just a really fun episode. Definitely a lot different than most of these, so I hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you do. And to Baker, as always, thank you for being my last-minute backup guest, and I'm looking forward to episode number nine with Baker, which will probably be out soon, as you guys know. Folks, if you like the show and you want to get in touch with me, maybe give me a suggestion for a guest or a trail, something like that, or you just want to say hi, slide into the DMs real quick. At Kyle Hates Hiking is my Instagram handle, and you can also send me an email, trailtalespod at gmail.com. That would be cool. Go check out my YouTube channel as well. Kyle Hates Hiking is the YouTube channel, as many of you know. Link to all this stuff in the show notes. And the Patreon. you got to check out the Trail Tales Patreon. Patreon.com slash Trail Tales. You'll get a sticker, a couple stickers actually, and you'll get access to a video chat with myself and the other Trail Tales Patreon supporters if you join the $5 tier. And most importantly, you're just supporting the show. It's a great thing. got to support your independent content creators or whatever. Shout out to Margaret, who is the latest Trail Tales Patreon supporter. Please go check that out if you listen to the show a lot, and of course, if you can afford it. And speaking of supporting the show, I have to give a huge thank you to this episode's sponsor, CS Instant Coffee. You guys heard me talk about them in the last few episodes, but seriously, if you are a coffee fanatic, or even if you just drink it every day, you don't even have to be a coffee snob, um, because I'm certainly not a coffee snob, but if you drink coffee every day, especially while you're on trail, you need to check out CS Instant Coffee coffee seriously do it their coffee is amazing it's way better than that Folgers nonsense or the Starbucks stupid via whatever things those all suck you got to check out CS instant coffee I was drinking this coffee on my last backpacking trip just uh, last weekend actually I was over in the White Mountains in New Hampshire hiking on some pretty rugged trails some pretty like remote not well maintained trails because they were pretty far out there and honestly I don't know if I would have been able to do it if it wasn't for having a big old cup of CS instant coffee in the morning to kind of get me through that because it was some pretty brutal stuff. I like it because they, they come in these these packets and if you just want like one cup, and you just want like a small, like normal sized cup of coffee, I guess, you can use about half the packet. But if you're like me and you normally drink more than one cup anyways and you just want to front load that all at the beginning of the day before you hit the trail, you can just use the entire packet in a bigger cup of coffee, just boil the water in your pot And uh, yeah, you can just sip on a very strong and very tasty cup of coffee 
in the morning, I usually add uh, breakfast essentials, uh, the, the creamer, protein creamer things in there and uh in with my coffee that is and this coffee is so good that i don't even like to like i still did it honestly but in the future i don't know if i'm gonna do it i don't know if i'm even gonna bring the uh the creamer because the coffee's just so good like i like coffee black and it's amazing so thank you so much to cs for sponsoring this episode go check them out at the best url on the internet it is csinstant.coffee that's awesome one more time csinstant.coffee coffee you can also check out the link in the show notes that is a affiliate link so i will get a little bit of a kickback if you purchase through that link as well so thank you for checking that out and thank you to cs instant coffee with that said let's do it episode number 82 of trail tales the backpacking gear invention episode backpacker radio patent pending ripoff episode whatever you want to call it with uh, my boy baker bocorny All right, here we go. Episode 82 of Trail Tales and episode probably like 80 of Baker being on the show because he's been on a shit ton of times. Baker, what's up? Not much. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for asking. Um, This is actually what, what did you, what did we just, we literally just went over this. This, this eighth, will be the eighth episode. The eighth episode. So that's almost 10% of the episodes that we've done. Um, And... For anybody who thinks I'm a math genius, I calculated that before this, so that's how I know that. Um, I you got don't... your calculator out. Did you bust out a spreadsheet real quick? Crunch the numbers? Just freaking went at it. Um, <laughs> so this episode is going to be a ripoff of a backpacker radio idea, <laughs> if I'm I, just going to be was, honest. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, but I wasn't sure. I assumed you were aware of this concept, but... I am. Uh, yeah, I was... Yeah, And that's where sense. I got the idea. So for everybody who doesn't know, backpacker radio, you know, the the most famous hiking podcast in the world. Um, they, I don't know if they still do it. I don't really listen to that many episodes. I've only heard a couple of them, but I, at least I know in the past they've done this thing. I think they call it patent pending Yeah, where they just come up with like a, you know, just like, so what we're going to be doing today is the same thing. They come up with inventions for like backpacking gear, like backpacking gear ideas that don't exist that should exist or are just funny and interesting to talk about. Um, I'm pretty sure that they've never done like a full episode dedicated to it like we're about to do. So it's a little bit different in that regard, but full disclosure, I got the idea from them. It's a fucking good idea, and that's why we're doing it. Full disclosure, I went through every one of their episodes and I wrote down every idea that they ever mentioned in their patent pending section, and that's what I'm going to be uh, <laughs> discussing today. So, Which is disclosure. funny you say that because you're joking, and the, the <laughs> next thing I was about to say is that um, though the concept is ripped off from them 100 percent. the inventions are not well at least mine are apparently bakers are but <laughs> mine are definitely yeah they all are no you well yours are ripped off from from your wife though apparently yes that actually is true that's a that's a true disclosure most of these uh my wife jessica came up with so yeah she's very inventive when it comes to uh <laughs> hiking ideas so I, I was like i had like two ideas and i was stumped and i was like yeah, we're supposed to report, record this episode where we talk about hiking adventures. And she just started listing them off. I like I couldn't even write them down fast enough. So <laughs> that's we, so awesome. Yeah, it was it was perfect. Is she uh, is she home? She's not. She's at work right now. Oh damn. Okay. So I, I know. She, watch her just have like a ridiculous idea, and you like read it, and you're like, I don't actually know what the fuck that means. But some some of these I'm, I was rereading, and I'm not entirely sure what they are. So we're just gonna we're gonna we're just go gonna with go it. with it. Okay, yeah. sweet. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, 
yeah, the, the the concept is ripped off from Backpacker Radio, but hopefully the inventions are not. I haven't listened, like I said, I maybe there's some inventions they've talked about. I don't even know how many times they've done it um, that we're going to repeat. I think that'd be a pretty big coincidence if that is the case. I can say that all of these ideas I came up with on my own, even though the theme is ripped off from them. But anyways, um, that's the disclosure there. Um Baker, is there is there anything else that we should say before we just dive right into these ideas? <laughs> well, I guess if anyone listens to Backpacker Radio and if you notice like the same invention mentioned on both podcasts, like let us know because I'd be curious if there was any independent what's that called? I- independent invention? There's no, there's a better word I, for it. It's it's basically there's this concept of when when two things are independent discovery. I don't know. Oh. It's basically the idea of like two things get invented or discovered independently and no one actually copied off each other. Like it it's happened like a bunch of times in history for like right, not- right. notable inventions or discoveries. But I'm also curious if you and I have any, cause there's, I feel like there's a couple in here that are like super obvious. And that like, I think a lot of hikers joke about having on trail at least. Like, oh, what if we just have blah, blah, blah. So I'm kind of curious if something interesting, are- I feel like you're not going to have any, I feel like mine are kind of unique. Um, I also feel like there might be a tiny chance, depending on how ridiculous yours are, that some of these might actually exist and we just don't know too. Like yeah, they're maybe was, just executed really shitty so no one buys them. But yeah, I, don't know. I was looking and at least one of these, I actually just gave it a Google because I remembered that like my dad mentioned that even when he was like in Boy Scouts, they had, well, let's just, okay, should we just start talking about it? I guess I'm like, sure, sure. Okay, so the first one that I'm, that what I'm talking about is basically a self pitching tent, like a tent that, basically just pops oh. up yeah and so i actually like rereading this list just before the episode started recording i remembered my dad mentioned um that he i feel like he mentioned like a self-assembling tent and so i just gave it a google and it's an actual thing um and the funny thing is so i'm looking at this like this video it's like a minute and 45 the first like third like 30 or 20 seconds is showing them how to set it up the last like minute and a half is all about tearing it down because imagine this thing that like just wants to pop up. You have to like wrestle it. This guy is like wrestling it to get it back um, into like into the bag. And it's pretty funny. So I kind of see why uh, through hikers or like uh, maybe I, I can see why like at least through hikers or people that go backpacking um, don't use this kind of thing. Yeah. because It's pretty, it also looks super flimsy. Like if you had any significant <laughs> amount of wind, cause like it's just like those poles that are like, but but, kind of, but Baker, remember the yeah. idea here is to use your imagination. No, you no, know? no. So I'm you saying could, that like, you could make it. You could make it better, right? It, you can it make exists. It so yeah, there is a version. I just want like I should say that for, this thing for the actually, version that exists. Okay. Yeah, it actually does exist, but I don't think it's practical for hiking and or it's also like packed down to its smallest size. It's like humongous. Like you know those like um those tubes like those that kids have at like parties that you can like run through or whatever. Yeah. And, like, it, <laughs> so it's basically like that. Like it's the kind of thing where you have to like compress it down and if you like take the pressure off it it just pops right open and it just expands <laughs> everywhere so it's pretty funny watching this dude like try to wrestle it back into the bag though that is so. funny so the way i envision this is almost like shark tank so like that's the idea and now i'm gonna try to like like shoot it down basically and, and yeah. try to poke holes in it um Do even it. though i highly doubt you're that <laughs> convinced that this is a good idea <laughs> um but you're gonna have to have to defend it um right. how the hell are you gonna pack that if it's already got these built-in poles that you can't remove or whatever, or maybe it does, I don't know, but it just seems like it's good. if there's that much structure to it, then it's got to be hard to pack and it could be heavy too. 
yeah i'll be honest i think you got me there like the, <laughs> watching this watching you're like this i video, don't really care that much like i'm not gonna die on this hill but fucking no i i'll be honest i don't have any better salute like the yeah there's i can see how how coleman made their car camping version of this but uh yeah it's, so yeah for car camping i i feel like it could be a good idea but for backpacking it'd be a little bit yeah. tough and for that reason i'm out yeah, I'll, I'll admit, I, it's not my best invention. In fact, it's not even my own invention. It's just, it was just an independent idea that I don't have, I don't, I didn't give enough thought to to figure out a, a was better that, way to do it. Was that your idea or Little Bear's idea? I think, I, I think that one was Little Bear's. Okay. Um, so you can just blame it on her. Yeah, that, that's basically what I'm doing here. I'm just Classic. Gonna, anything that sucks, I'm going to blame on her and anything that's good, I'm going to take the credit for and you guys will never know. Interesting. Okay, let's go on to my first invention. So this one I'm particularly proud of, but uh, I'm sure there's some holes that you can poke in, poke into it. So, um, so I'm trying to picture me like in Shark Tank, like I'm the doors open, I'm walking down, you know, going over to the sharks and assisting me. I'm using my bear spray trekking poles. Okay. <laughs> So <laughs> this it's, it sounds stupid, but this could actually be sick. Okay, so I I didn't really think about it that much, but I'm just you know a, a can of bear spray isn't that big, so I feel like you could I feel like you could get that same amount of volume like that same volume of spray onto the trekking pole somewhere, and then you could just have like a little like nozzle like right at the right at the handle, right? Because if you think about it, you're going along fucking bear comes out i mean first of all half people that carry bear spray don't even have it on their hip like they're supposed to that probably not half but some people don't so it's like useless but even when it's on your hip like if you if you surprise the bear right that's when they attack sometimes a grizzly bear if you surprise the bear and it's like right next to you like you're fucked but if you just had the the freaking the bear spray right on your trekking pole and both of them too so if one fails or you run out i don't know really got to blast the damn thing wielding it you could just like as far as the trigger, I don't. I haven't thought that part through yet. There'd have to be some way to make it safe. It'd have to be easy to, you know, shoot it off real quick. Because otherwise, that defeats the whole purpose. But it also have to be safe so that you don't like accidentally spray your hiking partner if you're like going down a hill and you like accidentally. I don't know. So, anyways, yeah, bear spray trekking poles. What do you think about that, Baker? Okay, when you first said that, I thought you meant like a bottle of bear spray so tall that it's like could be used as a trekking pole <laughs> and that's why i was laughing okay so you're i as i think the way you're understand way i understand it is you mean you have a trekking pole is there a bottle of bear spray just kind of like attached to the outside no, of it or is there like a bottle built in. it's built okay. in and okay i guess okay. you have to like fill it up somehow or something okay so basically there's some way to like open it up and add in a, a new refill cartridge type of thing but then there's a nozzle that's i don't know i'm assuming the nozzle is kind of near the top of the handle have part to be, yeah okay and then so then there's some kind of like i know there's like bear spray has like a, a safety mechanism on yeah. it you, you got to disengage and then you can use it okay all right this idea is not as bad as i initially <laughs> bear spray checking pulls <laughs> well when you said that i literally thought it was like i imagine it's the, the longest aluminum can of like <laughs> red can and it has just like a metal tip on the end for the crown okay all right, this is actually that's a pretty good idea. I would totally fund that. I don't have any money um, to give you, but um, <laughs> no, that's actually that's actually a really good idea. Uh, because... I think the biggest issue would be the safety of it because I well, feel like you'd well... have to be very meticulous in how you design the trigger mechanism so that it wouldn't go off accidentally. You know? Well, yeah, I think that's what the safety would be for. Right? Like you need some kind of flip top thing that would right, be right. you wouldn't. I guess I, I feel like a flip top wouldn't be that 
easy to disengage like through normal like i don't know how often are you like flicking the top of your i have no i've never i've only carried bear spray like once and i didn't need to use it thankfully yeah. so right but i mean like you're how often are you like flipping the top of like a trekking pole i you know i don't i feel like if the safety's on the very the very top of the handle oh that's um, true you know yeah. like that's i'll be honest i actually use the top of my trekking poles a lot when i go downhill mine have like the knobs on the end like the leckies cork lights they are and like when I go downhill, I like put my hand on top of the poles and like kind of old man go down the stairs like that. I guess okay. if that makes sense. Okay, that could yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know why a... you're on the hook for coming up with the solution to my problem with my product <laughs> well, now, but <laughs> well, no, <laughs> we I don't actually, really have much structure to this. So. I actually think it's a good idea. Like, uh, I, it maybe if it was yeah, it's the kind of thing that you could push on. It, that's true because also if you consider like uh, shelters that require you know setting up with a trekking pole like you usually oh yeah i mean yeah. You, you're That's also going to be putting some kind of pressure on it whether it's upside down on the ground or like you're putting your shelter pushing down on top of the the handle uh but yeah i guess if it was like the kind of safety mechanism where pushing down on it didn't cause it to disengage like that would be okay you could still retain that part of like a normal yeah. pole functionality and then you'd also have to be careful if your hand was covering up the uh the nozzle because then if you go to spray it, it's just going to get all over your hand and probably yeah, just that's, like, screw you over. I feel like yeah. I feel like making it safe would be very difficult, but that, that's it's a the cool other thing idea, is, I think. I no, know. I think yeah, I think that that actually has a lot of potential uh, because yeah, I, I mean if you're carrying trekkie poles, even if you have your bear spray accessible like on your hip or a shoulder pouch or something, um, yeah, just having a trekkie pole in your hand means you're going to have to like drop it or or move it to the other hand and then grab the bear spray. So yeah, it does it definitely reduces the time to uh to like be able to access your your bear spray. Yeah. Actually, have you seen like for um, like alpine skiing? There's those things called whippets, or maybe just mountaineering in general. No, they're basically yeah, it's basically a trekking pole that has an ice axe, like a small ice axe on the handle end of it. So if you lean into the snow and you dig the handle end of the trekking pole into the snow, like there's an ice axe pick that will go in. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so that there's yeah, that's kind of I mean it's obviously a, a different concept, but it's kind of similar in that you you're the ed, the kind of the handle part of your trucking pole has like another function to it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's I think people use it for like skiing and for other mountaineering type of stuff. Interesting. Okay. Snow. So yeah, that's interesting. Bear spray trekking pole. I guess the only other downside I would and I'm surprised you didn't say this already, but weight your trekking poles would have to weigh more if it has liquid in it and shit. But. Yeah, I guess the key there would be like you can take it out and just not. It could take out the canister, right? Like in yeah. the same way that you, you would you'd only carry bear spray like in grizzly bear country right, for most people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As long as you could take it out and take that weight out, then I mean there'd be a little extra weight for like the firing mechanism that's probably built into the pole yeah. but i mean i guess at, at a minimum so i don't know another thing i've seen um there's this guy who makes these trekking pole uh like pockets or like bottle sleeves and they're basically like a oh. cylindrical thing yeah so you could actually put bear spray into that and it's, it's basically a it's basically like a yeah it's like a cylindrical pocket that you can attach and like anywhere in your trekking pole um and i've seen people put like kind of lighter things in like gloves or like um you know, just a, uh, like a beanie or like maybe a couple snacks or something. But you can mm -hmm. totally put like a like a bear spray in that pocket. And then that would be like pretty quick access too because it's like right there by your hand. So that's instead true. of having to like, you know, I think there's, there's some I think there's some merit to this idea. This is a, that's a legit idea. It's it's goofy, but it also, yeah, it might work. It might work. I don't know. Um, definitely people listening, let me know what your thoughts on these are because 
<laughs> I think that's funny. Um, all right, Baker, your turn. You're on the hot seat now. What's your right. second or Little Bear's second idea? This is the one that I, I feel like I feel like almost every hiker like nowadays must talk think of this at some point during like a hike. But some sort of like drone delivery for food or supplies. <laughs> Right, like I feel that like, is, I, feel, I never thought about that. Well, really, I, I, okay. no. Sorry, let me say that again. I I have thought about that. I didn't yeah. think about it for like this this idea though for for this episode. So yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's technically a hiking piece of gear invention, but I, I was also kind of thinking of like useful services that you could provide. Um, and yeah, like I mean that would just be so sweet, you know. And there, I mean, there is like there's already things where you can have like so I, I've seen like Andrew Skirko when he did his huge. Uh, like Alaska expedition thing. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but basically, yeah, yeah where you so, basically just circle the state or some crazy shit, right? Yeah. And just pretty much like completely out in the middle of nowhere, no trails for like the vast majority of it. He had like, uh, like bush planes fly in supplies for him and they would drop like these huge, like uh, metal cylinders uh, in the middle of the woods with all his resupplies. And then the pilot would send him a GPS coordinate of it and he'd have to go find it. That's um, crazy. Yeah, because there's like literally was nowhere to resupply for him right. when he was out there. But yeah, like I, I feel like on certain trails, like the AT would totally be way more practical. Uh, I, I don't know the practical limitations of like drones um, in terms of like their battery life, especially when they're carrying weight because like food is pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like on the AT, that would totally be doable. Like uh, you could just have a drone come by and like uh, drop off, you know, just like just fly in and drop it off. Like it could just like land at a shelter and leave it there or something, or like give it just land right where you are or something. I don't know. Um, I feel like that's like, it's almost cheating. It feels like to do yeah, that. Kind so of thing. I, that's, that's like the first thing I, the first problem I was going to bring up is I feel like people are not going to be down with just the concept in general. Like some people are going to be like, Oh, it ruins the experience, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, the sound of dro- drones are like super annoying to listen oh, to. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. The sound, the sound issue, the issue of finding safe places to land, you know, yep. people, people, I mean, I remember a day, it's not, I feel like this isn't really a thing anymore as much at least, but I feel like even back when I first started hiking, it was still common for people to say that it's rude to use your cell phone while you're hiking, Yeah. let alone a drone. So. Yeah, a drone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think there's probably a lot of like uh, like flying regulations. That's that the next thing I was going to say. Yeah, I, know, and I don't know the exact rules because I don't have a fucking drone. I don't really plan on getting one, but- I'm pretty sure in like certain areas, yeah, it's illegal to use them or you need a permit. I guess if, if it was a business, they could probably get a permit. But yeah, I feel like it'd be it'd be difficult to deal with the regulations like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just tore my own idea, idea apart. But it is a cool concept, though. That's Some something I've, of I've thought of a lot. Yeah. Air delivery service for hikers. It'd also be expensive as shit, I'm sure, at least oh, at yeah. first. But yeah, you'd have to be a bougie <laughs> hiker to... Uh to be able to afford that you'd have to be someone who spends six hundred dollars on a duplex Ooh, um, that's, got that's that's so many people that's not even a funny like literally so many people like have done so that, many people are offended right now i just now. said it because you've done it and i just wanted to offend you um i'm offended but i accept the offense and plus hitchhiking is fun like i don't want to get rid of hitchhiking you know i, I just at least pre-covid off of... it was fun i don't know it might yeah be kind of stressful now i haven't that's done it, true but... it's not as fun now actually a tangent off that idea that's a far more practical one i think Little Bear and I also discussed this uh, while we were hiking. So, like sometimes we would get to road crossings and we really just wanted to go into town and out. And we really just need to like get supplies. Uh, we didn't want to like stay overnight. And we thought it'd be kind of cool to have some kind of like system of lock boxes or lockers, 
like at the the common road crossings for like the AT or like other trails. Oh. And you could have someone in town, like you could basically order ahead and say, this is the, the things I want from the grocery store or, or from wherever, or you could mail it to them ahead of time, something like that. And they would basically drop it off in there. And then they maybe they give you a code. They text you a code and you can open up your locker, uh, get your resupply out. Um, I mean, that might be an eyesore, but you could probably hide them or make them like not look so bad. But I think it's similar like apartment complexes have sometimes have these kind of things like a lockbox where you can put packages in. But yeah, like that for road crossing. So you don't even, you can actually like not have to go into town or like people doing FKTs, like they probably love that. Yeah, um, yeah. Never having to go into town. So that's maybe more practical, but it's a little different because it's only a road crossings. But that's probably a, a little more reasonable to accomplish probably i could still think of some issues with it but yeah it's a it's an idea um let's go on to my next one here so this one i feel like this might exist but i don't know for sure um definitely not in terms of backpacking but maybe i don't know so anyways a big one of the one of the things that i don't like to do is wash my pot after i'm done cooking and people say oh you can you know use the freezer bag but like just doesn't i feel like it just doesn't work as well for the stuff i like to cook like mac and cheese i feel like it'd be tough to cook mac and cheese and then if it does cook all the way through it's gonna be cold by the time and i i just i'm not a, maybe i need to do it more but freezer bag cooking i just i don't know i'm not sold on it and I'm, I'm i'm also not a fan of washing my pot like i just said so i wish there was some something that you could line your pot with and still cook in it and that way when you're done cooking in the pot you can just peel the liner out and you don't have to wash it you can just add it to your trash bag and pack it out what do you think about that yeah I, I think there's something called slow cooker liners like if you have a slow cooker at home uh so the, there is i think there's something for that but that's a slow cooker specifically i don't know if it's designed for the heat right because it'd be a of, lot hotter yeah but no that's i mean that would be an awesome idea like or if there was i mean i guess you still have to clean it but i was wondering if like you could have a non-stick surface in your pot uh, like a non-stick type of pot but it, it would have to be even like non-stick you still have to kind of clean a little bit so yeah no yeah. i i think that's a great idea because yeah I, I don't really uh use a stove but um definitely little bear when she when we hike together she uses she brings a stove along and yeah it's it's a it's a we don't she doesn't cook in the pocket so because she basically finds mostly foods that you can cook like in the bag themselves so mm -hmm. like um like the nor rice sides you can cook them in those bags Oh, they're uh, not as good though, man. They're not well, as good. No, it's no, it's not as good because it's like it's like soaking in there, and so yeah, you basically she pours hot water in there, and, you, and then you she has like a koozie or like a some sort of insulated pouch yeah, that she yeah. puts it in that keeps the heat in, and then you wait. But no, it's not the same as like actually putting it in the stop in the pot, stirring it up, and like wait waiting until it's like. And you can't do like pasta and other stuff with that method as well. So yeah, no, that would be a great idea. Like that would be. I mean, it would actually for me, it would make cooking like a lot more because that's part of it is like i don't want to clean that out so i'm right. like yeah like I, that's another it's just another like barrier that makes me want to like not use a stove so the other thing is that would be more like weight and trash to carry too i mean it wouldn't be that much but if it's just like soaking wet or just you know it's got the extra food juice on it or whatever it would be a little bit heavier so maybe people would just be like suck it up and just clean it like a normal person you could save that weight but I don't know. I don't like washing my... I've always... This is like... This is actually the idea that inspired me to do this entire, like, episode, I guess. Or after I heard Backpacker Radio do it, that was, like, the thing that came to mind for me because I've always thought that would be a good idea. So... Yeah. I want to do it, but it's probably... I don't know. It, I feel like it'd be kind of sketchy, you know, because there'd be, like, some sort of chemicals that would probably get into it. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Is not like, if it's executed correctly, but it just—I think it'd be kind of sketchy. I don't know. Yeah, like he. I mean, I've definitely like made food by like it. It's in a plastic bag, and I just dump hot water in there, and I'm like, there's no way that I'm not getting like some plastic or some sort of nasty chemical like yeah. that's seeping into my ramen when I do this. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's the same. The same thing. Like, I just don't want to. I don't want to deal with cleaning that up. So yeah. All right. What's your next one, Baker? All right, this is kind of ridiculous, um, but <laughs> is it your it, idea or Little Bear? I, I don't. I think it's. I think it was kind of both our ideas. We were talking about. Okay, 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 so you know those like goofy like like umbrella hats that are like kind of small. <laughs> okay, yes. so imagine one of those, but it's like a full size umbrella, like a full on oh, humongous I, it's, umbrella. It's goofy, but it is kind of good because then right you get the. I mean, not that I've ever hiked in, with an umbrella. I've never hiked out west really, but. You get like the benefit of an umbrella, but you can still use use your trekking poles or your hands for whatever else. You don't have to freaking hold the damn thing. Yeah, because they and, and I've also seen where people will take umbrellas and somehow they'll attach them to the shoulder strap of oh, their okay. pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I'm I'm talking like even bigger than those because even that like it's it kind of covers you. Uh, but like you still have to like kind of like if you're trying to block out sun you still kind of gotta like point it in the direction of the sun yeah um but like if you had a like a big ass umbrella like a really big umbrella <laughs> like so big it would cover like all the way behind your pack and everything like even if you had a downpour like you would just be sitting under this umbrella oh yeah thing. true that's sick. like how cool would that be so i mean there's definitely a lot of problems with this one but uh i think well, it'd be like what what are the problems it well, would it, be it'd be it'd really be heavy hard. It'd be heavy, yeah. It'd also just be kind of inconvenient, say, when you don't want to wear it, and now you got this fucking huge... You pretty much always have to wear it, or yeah. just, like... I guess I guess it could collapse or something, but Yeah, it'd know. have to collapse down, but it would be super unwieldy, too. Like, just imagine, like, you bend down <laughs> to, like, pick up something on the ground, and, like, if it's that big, you're, you're oh, like... Yeah, true. It's, you know, it's gonna, like, hit your head, like, on the ground. Or so, if you're up on, like, a high summit, it could get blown off easily. Oh, absolutely. In the wind, yeah, you're just gonna get your... You're gonna, like, twist your neck, because it's gonna, like, yank your head sideways and stuff, so... There's a lot of problems with it, but I just I just feel like the idea of walking one of those like in a downpour and just like being all cozy and dry like relatively dry in there just sounds like I mean it's that's great until like sideways winds are blowing. See, yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it would be better for shade in the sun rather than Yeah, maybe I mean it would work for rain, I'm sure if it was big enough, but it's like you're still gonna get wet, you know, if you're hiking in the rain, so what good is it gonna do at that point? Yeah. I mean I guess one thing is like you're not you're not you're definitely going to get kind of damp in the rain but one nice thing about an umbrella is you're not wearing a rain jacket which is like soaking in or not like it's not locking in all that moisture and getting you all clammy like even if you're i feel like even just having like a little bit of airflow around you like underneath an umbrella like it's not keeping you perfectly dry but it's not you're not getting like soaked maybe yeah. at least your torso's not yeah um, and your gear too yeah and maybe your backpack as well like that'd be kind of cool so but yeah it's, it's I don't know. It's I think pretty it's got it some look... promise. It would be, it'd just be so damn goofy looking. It would know? look so dumb. Like, but until it would, until yeah. they became like like mainstream items, like the first few people to use those would just be like having to just take the hit in terms of every person they pass being like, <laughs> nice umbrella jackass, like, you know, or at yeah. least asking about it. I would probably make the jackass comment. Normal people would probably be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, oh, what's, the, what's that you got there on your head? It also might just be kind of uncomfortable. I mean, obviously, like, they try to make it comfortable, but just having, like, something, I don't know, that's, like, swaying and kind of heavy attached to your head for long periods of time might be uncomfortable as well. Yeah, I, I the more I, like, think about, like, the worst of an idea, it's just one of those things that, like, like intuitively, I just think, oh, it'd be great if there was, like, a big umbrella over me, but then I'm like, 
the reality of it is. <laughs> but, it is prob- but that's the thing with these better. ideas. There's, there's always like, you know, these are just rough concepts. There's going to be downsides and, and things to be worked out with all of these. But it's all we're, every great idea starts with a concept and then you work through the problems, right? Yeah, we're here to find the gems in the rough. And most of this is going to be bad ideas. But I feel like this there could be some good ones in here. And then we'll publish it. Yeah, then we'll publish it to the world and someone will steal our, our idea and then we won't be able to profit off it at all. So, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, shit, point. we are putting this out into the public. So maybe exactly. we have an incentive to just talk about the most ridiculous ideas. That's true. Um, okay, so my next one. So this this one I feel like is the closest out of all of mine to actually being a thing. Like this one could definitely be implemented, I feel like. In fact, in fact, the idea came from people who have kind of made their own DIY version of this. I've seen on like Reddit and stuff, but I don't think there's any like actual like brand or model of this. The only ones I've ever seen of this are just people fucking around like when they're way too bored and they're trying to save a fucking couple ounces or whatever. So a lot of my ideas, not all of them, actually, some of my ideas are like related to trying to save weight. So this one is it's just hard to describe but the problem is camp shoes right like camp shoes are great to have at the end of the day like it's so nice especially when your feet are soaking wet just have some dry shoes or whatever take off your shoes and your socks at the end of the day but they're heavy obviously and at least i haven't been able to find a light enough pair of camp shoes to really make me excited to wear them or excited to bring them i guess um most of the ones i see are like half a pound at the at the least and if they're anything less than that, they're just like a really shitty pair of flip flops that just wear out. That's what I wore on the AT or had on the AT. But I still like camp shoes. So my idea is some sort of I don't even know how to describe it. Some sort of s- sleeve or structure that is lightweight and compact. And the way it gets its shape for you to wear on your feet is to take the insole out of your shoe and to slide it in and that gives it like the structure and the padding on the bottom or something but then like the rest of it would be like i don't know you know like you could use it on your foot does that make sense oh it does yeah i think that i think that would be a good idea um because it would be lighter than normal camp shoes because obviously the the bulk of the weight that comes in shoes is just like the solid you know fucking material and it doesn't you don't really need like a big heavy duty pair of camp shoes either just like a little pair of flip-flops is fine and so if you if you just remove the need for the solid heavy part on the on the flip flops and make up for that with the insole from your shoe somehow, then I think that could work. I don't know. What do you think? No, that makes a lot of sense actually. Actually, I've seen something. It's kind of tangential to this, so maybe I don't know if this is is helpful or not. But I saw someone who was like bike packing for his camp shoes. He used they basically were like a pair of socks, but the bottom like the sole was at least it wasn't i don't think it was necessarily padded but it had like some kind of um rubber or some sort of maybe more like sticky and grippy type of oh i've like, seen those too yeah yeah i don't and remember it's, what they're called though yeah it's not like those um vibram not the what are those shoes that are like the, the yeah these are these are more closer to socks than yeah shoes. they they really look like socks but just the bottom has a little more grip so you're not like maybe it's slightly more durable um but the thing I thought about that is like, does that, I don't like, I don't use camp shoes, but in your opinion, does that defeat the purpose of camp shoes because you want to not be wearing socks on your feet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, that's or just, what I you might as well just, I don't know, just use your socks at that point. Just your, the socks yeah. you're already carrying. So, right. But no, so yeah, I, I think your idea is actually is pretty smart though, because 
Because the thing that, like, I feel like would be is nice about a camp shoe is like the whole sand. I mean, it's yeah, it's like the sandal aspect of it, right? It's like the um, the fact that you can kind of breathe. So some kind of sandal, whether it be a flip flop or just a simple one that can like strap around your ankle, or whatever. But you're saying the sole, like maybe there's like a sleeve or something in the bottom. You just take the the insert from your shoe, slide it in there, and that kind of gives it. At least you have like a. It's not like a full shoe, but it's like more padding at least. It's not. It's yeah. better just walking barefoot around. Yeah, it, it would hopefully be you know, more comfortable and safer for your feet than just walking around barefoot or just walking around in your socks or something like that. Yeah. That's the idea behind it anyway. So I don't and know. You've seen people who have made this kind of thing. I feel like I, I feel like on our ultralight on Reddit, I've seen this before or, or maybe, maybe not. Okay. So maybe not, um, taking your existing, uh, insole and using that, but I've definitely seen people just take maybe like an, an a pair of insoles that they didn't need anymore, and then make a camp shoe out of those. I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't. So, I don't know if I've ever seen like a multi-purpose one like I'm envisioning here. But yeah, I think it could so work. This kind of reminds me of, um, so my friend Joseph, uh, trail named Sweatlines, who you interviewed like way mm-hmm. back when. He, um, so I used to work with him before we. Um, before we both happened to quit the same year and go hiking. Um, yeah, that was like a strange <laughs> I remember coincidence. we talked about that on like our first episode or something. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was pretty funny. But so he used to wear these sandals and they're from Zero Shoes, like X-E-R-O. Uh, and the these sandals are like super minimal. They are like a very, very thin sole. Um, the the sole's like completely flexible where it basically can just like fold in on itself. And the upper part, the actual sandal part, like it looks like it's made out of like shock cord or paracord, like I'm looking at right now. But uh, he used to wear those to work, and people would make fun of him at work. They call them his hobo sandals. <laughs> um, and so, but the, that kind of makes me think of the, like your idea because I mean, the these probably had a little more like of some kind of rubber or something on the bottom, but they can't be more than. I, I mean, honestly, they didn't have much more padding than just like the insole of a shoe. Um, so yeah, if you could somehow, or or even just maybe like. like a bunch of clips or something to just like if you had like the carried the upper part of sandal like the part that went on top of your foot yeah yeah and you could just like clip it uh somehow onto the actual sole of the shoe and then turn that sole of the shoe into like a very a very minimal shoe itself something like that i guess i guess the problem would be you could potentially like mess up your insoles you know if you're just wearing them like you there'd have to be something underneath it like you couldn't just be the the bottom of the insole that's like making contact with the ground. There'd have to be something because I feel like you could like easily puncture, like rip your insoles if that was the case, and then you'd be like stupid fucking things. Like now I can't even use my shoes or whatever. Yeah, I guess if you're if you're walking around that much, you think you're gonna like tear the insole, then you probably should just put your normal. I mean, you'd have to know to like I just gotta put my put my shoes on. Like I, you basically would just use this to walk around, like you know, basically from yeah, you know, from cooking dinner to like back to your shelter or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's but, I think it's an idea worth exploring though. Um, no, you have all these good ideas. All of mine are like completely impractical. What's your go through your list and give me your your best idea right now? The best one. The best uh, one. Honestly, most of these are well. These are all great <laughs> ideas. I just don't like not all great ideas. A lot of them are really good ideas, but they're I don't know how they be practical or not like i don't i don't know how they i'm pretty sure there's like a way that they could be done 
but they're i don't know if they're actually like you seem like your ideas are much more tangible like they have like a like you could imagine how they'd be built kind of thing um okay so here's one that maybe there's some ways to do this uh so a self-filtering water filter so similar to like any sort of squeeze or, or any sort of system where you're pushing water through a filter um and for some reason little bear specified she did not mean a gravity filter like not i was gonna through. say that's the first thing that popped into she, my head she, when you said i that. don't know what she means by that i think what she means is like she just wants it to be able to like i don't know work filter. without having to hang it from a fucking tree or something yeah you don't even need to hang it and wait like it just somehow pushes itself through so it'd so, have to be like powered by something I guess so, yeah. And so I don't know that, but again, like that's a great idea. But it, it has no. I don't have. We don't have like a practical. I don't have a pra- any practical ideas on how, unless it's just like purely powered by like a battery that you have to charge up. Which would be yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Which would add more weight and add more things to charge and more just to break more of a hassle. So I'm gonna for that for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. All these are. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're okay. Just but shot I, you down there. <laughs> I do. Okay, you go next. I, the next one I have is a really good one. You're, you're gonna like. Well, we, that was pretty quick, though. That was pretty quick. Go, go again. We spent like ten minutes right. talking about my last one. So okay, so you know, again, this is about saving weight, multi-purpose stuff like that. So whenever I'm like looking at like my poop trial, I'm like, man, this thing is like, it's almost like a spoon, but it's just like a little too big. Oh God, to, to be a spoon, right? But and then I look <laughs> at I look at my spoon, and I'm like, this thing's almost like a trowel, but it's like a little too small like you could use it as a trowel but it's just like a little too small for that right so what if you what you really need is something that when you're digging a cat hole it can be larger to like get more leverage and and you know uh shift more dirt for every scoop and then when you want to you know eat your eat your food at the end of the night you can convert it into a smaller thing that you know is more easily usable to fit inside your mouth and everything so what I'm imagining is it's a it's a trowel spoon hybrid type of thing. So you have some sort of like expanding and collapsible wings on it. And so you expand these wings out, it widens the whole system out. And now you've got a great, you got a really good, you know, uh, trowel. So you're digging your hole in the morning and you make a nice big hole. It's great. And you're kind of like sitting there squatting it out, waiting. And while you're waiting, you fold these wings back in. It becomes a nice slender, slim spoon profile. And while you're at your cat hole, you can start eating your oatmeal, you know, in the morning. Um, I mean, and think of the weight savings on that. I mean, you just wouldn't, those, it would be like those two items in half. You just cut, you'd be go, you'd go from like maybe three ounces total for a spoon. And this thing, maybe it's like two and a half ounces. Like you could save like a half an ounce easily on that. You See, know what I'm saying? The, the Does biggest, that make sense? No, it makes sense. But the biggest problem with this is no one, it's going to be hard to market, right? See, I'm really going into Wait, shark market tank mode here. To to who are you? Are you ultralight or not? Do you care about ounces or not? I mean, that's, See, but that's it's the like, only market. Even you though need. you're not going to be used, even though the the travel spoon will never be in contact with the feces, ideally. Um, well, what? Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, I mean, you can't guarantee that, and it's okay if it is. Well, that's right? what it's I'm not sa- a big deal. That's what it's I'm saying. A- like people wouldn't want to have any any possibility of their trowel. Well, I mean, their, a- their eating utensil to come. I mean, it's, not a, it's not a big. It's not a deal breaker if it does get. <laughs> if you get a little for you, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a little bit. It's you know a little feces. It, it happens, right? <laughs> shit, shit happens. They say that it's shit, a saying. That could I mean, be like the. That could be the slogan. <laughs> there you go. That's the name of it. We already, we already came up with the the name and the slogan and everything. Yeah. So it's a pretty good idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think it's. I mean, it is a good idea, kind of, but it's just. 
Oh, that's going to be a no for me, dog. I can't I can't risk having my utensil that I need to put in my mouth also be also coming in contact with the things that started in my mouth and ended up in a cat hole. I mean, it's know? just a, it's a it's a full circle system. So I don't really I mean, it's all part of the same system. Like I don't <laughs> I just don't see what the big deal is as you just described, you know? Oh my god, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's okay. Like only really hardcore I mean, ultra people. You are like in 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 like principle, you are like you could combine those two things. Like you're not you're not wrong about the ability of it to be done. It's just it's just fucking gross. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it's not. It's only for people who are really who really care about ultra light. If you're the like kind Jupiter. of person. Well, oh, no, if, if you want to carry a bunch of extra heavy stuff like a spoon in a trowel, then that's cool. Like, you can, you know, be that kind of hiker. But if you're like a real deal hiker and you really want to save some weight, you know, it, we're not, it's not going to be for the for the plebes out there, I guess is what I'm saying. You know, it's for an, it's for an elite class of hikers. Or okay, you can just not for, carry a trowel at all and use a stick like me. Uh, I mean, I guess if you if you really, really want to, you know, or you could just surface poop, too. That's that's a saves time and not have to carry a trowel that's a good no idea, right? no no don't do it Nah, you can't do that it's against leave no trace bro well i mean dogs do it so that's true but dogs aren't guided by a moral compass like we are we just we we've had this discussion before i know i'm pretty <laughs> sure i'm trying to remember if it was the trail grievances i think we were talking about when people bag their dog poop and leave it on the oh side of the trail God, as I if that's like that. acceptable yeah that's so annoying <laughs> fuck those people yeah. No, obviously this this idea is terrible, but I have thought many times. I'm looking at my spoon. I'm like, this is basically a small trowel. Like I've thought that it is plenty true. of times. It is true. But I would mean, never. In theory, do you that. could use anything to dig it as long as you can dig the hole successfully with it. I mean, but. I do know that the Deuce of Spades also markets itself as a um, tent stake. So like they oh, they claim really? you can they claim you could use it as a tent stake. Which yeah, I could see that. Like if you could actually get it like far far enough into the ground. That's why there's like a I think it's, that's why there's like a hole on the end of it. Um, I think it's meant for like you know, putting a a guy line through. So that's probably a much more reasonable. Um, that's probably a better multi-purpose thing. Although if you have to like get up in the middle of the night and you need your trowel, then you may have to like take your shelter. Your shelter might <laughs> yeah. partially yeah. fall down if you have to take maybe that just out. as like a back. I don't. I, I feel like they probably. I don't. I don't know this for sure, but I feel like they probably would say like as a backup tent stake, not like a. Like, definitely use this as one of your tent stakes, you know, save the weight of fucking what, like, I don't even know how much a tent stake weighs, but... Yeah, one ounce or less. I don't or know. Yeah. <laughs> or no, way less than an ounce, yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think that's a good idea in principle, a in, near in impossible theory. idea, <laughs> to, impossible to have anybody actually use it. It'll in, be something that I will make and I could never sell, but I could use it for myself. That's right, would, yeah, you know, that's right. That's, that's let me it. know anybody listening let me know if you would use that a potential um, market of one person yeah at least one person i guess it starts with one person though right um my next one here this is one i actually just thought of on my last backpacking trip because the bugs are really bad and i don't know it, it it would be see this one this would be something a ul hiker would not take but some sort of little attachment to your canisters like the canisters that you use for cooking like some sort of tiny little attachment and then you could somehow like light it and it would emit some sort of spray or something that would keep bugs away mm. if that makes sense no it does make sense that's interesting um actually little bear had a similar idea which was a she called it a virtual campfire which just produces the smoke oh 
Oh, that's kind of cool too, actually. Because she was thinking of like in areas that where you get fire bans and stuff, like pretty commonly mm-hmm, in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, that like for her making a campfire, she uses that a lot to keep bugs away. But if you can't actually make a fire, like may, usually you're allowed to use like a stove, like what you're saying. Um, but you can't like start fires that don't have an ignition off port essentially or switch. Um, so yeah, I think something like either spray, like what you're saying, or like smoke something that would deter the bugs. And so I was not sure about the virtual campfire. I was like, I don't know what that exactly would entail, but that's a really smart idea using your fuel can, which you're already going to have to somehow use that as the fuel source for whatever it is you're emitting to, to ward the bugs off. Exactly. I guess the downside would be it's multi-purpose and that you're using your fuel can, but it's also going to lose, you know, you know, cost you more weight because you're going to need more fuel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would definitely cost a little more. It would definitely cost a little more weight, but I feel like it could be, I feel like the device could be about as small as a stove itself. I don't really know what, I don't know. The thing is, that's, I'm that's not sure. That's how I envision it. I envision it as just like a tiny little, like, yeah, the size of like the smallest little canister stoves, like the BRS one that I have, one of the Amazon ones. Things yeah. tiny. Weighs like an ounce or whatever. So like, what would this mosquito, the only thing about your, like, is this like a chemical spray that's like keeping bugs away? I, I have no idea. It, I yeah. mean, it would have to, the, the gas would have to be useful somehow. So I don't know if that, if it would mean that would just be used to like, burn something but then if that was the case it just why don't you just bring like a what are those things called incense or whatever you know just like the little yeah i don't know there's probably bug repellent incense out there i don't fucking know but there's like citronella candles yeah yeah exactly exactly something like that so i don't know what the so maybe it's like a citronella thing that's like i don't know i guess you could just bring a candle but the candles are i feel like a candle is gonna be heavier I don't know. Is there some kind of like you could like liquefy it or not? Liquefy, yeah, uh, making it make it gas, make it gas. Yeah, like is there some kind of aerosolized like citronella or something that you put on your? I don't know. I mean, I'm, the only thing is like I feel like it would take a lot. I don't know. I'm not sure, but it, I wonder if it would waste a lot of fuel to keep it because I think I Probably, feel like you have to. You'd have to have it just barely going, you know. Otherwise, yeah, you're right. It would yeah. just fucking blow through the fuel. And I think it has to be like consistently going too. Like if I'm. If I'm thinking of like yeah, what exactly. it is yeah, about it would. A, it would. a fire, like what it is about a fire that keeps bugs away, like it's probably the consi- I feel like if the smoke just goes away, the bugs are going to come back. I assume it's the consistent amount of smoke. I actually don't even know what it is about smoke that wards off mosquitoes. Maybe it just makes it hard for them to like fly through it or like navigate or like see or anything. Something but, like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just, but that's an interesting idea. Like I feel like it's one of those. Again, these are all kind of like this, but especially this one, it's like just a theory. It's not even like a. Like there's so, there's so much to it. I don't even know if it's possible, but you got to start somewhere. So every idea yeah. has some downsides. So that's just something that I thought of uh, the other day while I was eating dinner, and yeah. I was like, "Fuck, I got this flame right here. I feel like I could do something with that to get rid of these damn bugs." But I don't know. Yeah, there's got to be some way to do it. What's your next one, Baker? All right. So you know how like when you're in high school or whatever and you have like those pocket calculators mm-hmm. um, and the batteries, like you don't really put batteries in them because they have a solar panel like on them. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? A solar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually. I mean, yes. you, most I people do. probably I even, don't about even... these. I feel like kids, kids that are young that are listening to this, which is probably zero, but in the future, if that ever happens, they're going to be like, just used to using their phones and shit, but I do remember what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, and like I think a lot of people don't even really know that there's necessarily a solar panel because it's just like a small strip. Honestly, of, like, I kind of forgot reflective. about. It. I didn't know what you're talking about for like the first second there, but I, yeah, I got it's, it now. 
yeah, it's a small like reflective strip. It usually looks kind of like brown or yeah. purplish, and like it kind of reflects like different has colors. Some bars or whatever on it. Yeah, and so that and if you do like cover it up with your finger, uh, eventually the the calculator will die. But it basically it it runs off of just basically the light. You know, it's like it could be any sort of light, just even the like a, a light, an overhead light inside the classroom would power it. So like Little Bear's idea on this one was a solar powered device, not like a solar powered battery with a where you have to have a big solar panel, but Basically, like a device, like your phone. Imagine your phone, maybe the whole backside of it is like a solar panel. Um, and so you could charge it. It could be sitting at a sunny spot and just lay it out with the, oh, uh, the backside like up. Oh, and attached to a case and that would yeah, plug it could, into the phone? Well, no, no, no. It's it's literally like the solar panel is on the phone. Like the backside of your phone is just like a solar panel. And so it, in the same way that the, those solar-powered calculators had a solar panel, I gotcha, solar panel I gotcha, built I gotcha. into them. Like, yeah, it could work both ways, honestly. You could do a yeah, case I mean, or you, just have it right on the phone, yeah. Right, you could have a device or something like that. But, I mean, because have, people have those, like, big solar panel things that you, like, unfold or whatever. But, um, I don't know, it'd just be kind of cool to have it, like, built right in there. And I guess the solar panel, the independent solar panels are maybe a little more useful because you can use them to charge, like, different devices. But, I don't know, it'd be kind of cool to just whip your phone out, lay it down on the ground, like, at a sunny spot, and, like, it's just charging. Or, like, if your headlamp could have, like, a solar strip yeah. right yeah, on top yeah. of it. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the headlamp would be more realistic because with the phones, I mean, again, you know, there's problems with all these, but isn't it probably not a good idea to just leave your phone baking in the sun for like a long period of time? Yeah, I, it's probably, I'm assuming it's not great for the, the battery or something like that. I think probably more likely the, the most unrealistic part about this, like I'm not uh, an electrical engineer, but I assume that the amount of power you'd be getting from a solar panel, like the size of your, with the area of your phone is probably not really nearly yeah. enough to actually practically charge it. But maybe someday um, as the technology gets better. Yeah. That's my, that's my hope is that like, you know, if you could somehow, I mean, eventually like if solar panels were that good, then your phone could just be like, or maybe even just like any sort of ambient light that it gets would be enough to charge it. Like if you had super efficient batteries and super efficient. See, that's um, that's that's your best idea panels. so far, Baker. And that's okay. that's not just um something. It would be incredibly useful for hikers, but that's something that you could market to just anybody. You know, that's true. That's that's that goes beyond just like uh, just hiking. Yeah, that's that was a little bear's idea to be. Okay, fair. it's a good idea though. I I'm just you know, I, my I guarantee idea. you, I, someone's I guarantee you, there's a patent for that already. Like there, oh, there yes. has to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's that's just like too good of it. It it just makes too much sense. Yeah, it does. That's a good idea though. I like that. Um, <clears throat> probably better than the next idea that I'm about to bring up. And this one, this is pure theory. This is I have no fucking idea how this would be possible. Okay. Um, so there might not even be much to say about this one, honestly. But this is one that I've always. This is a thing I've always wanted. Um, a tent that somehow with the poles or something attached to it is protective against lightning. Huh. The only thing I can think of is I've heard of like lightning poles, which basically I th- I think the idea is it attracts the lightning to a certain area so that it doesn't strike a, a vulnerable area. Well, but... I, mean, the, I think the idea behind, yeah, like lightning poles is so they there's a pole and then it's actually attached to a cable or something that's oh, grounded. And then, and then it grounds to it. Some, yeah, okay. So, so the, your idea is actually... Like fucking idiot. Should I tell no, no, Patrick no. to cut that out? Nah, we'll leave it. <laughs> no, no. Like your idea actually makes sense in that context. Like if you could... Like you would have to have some kind of cable. So you'd have like your, your tent or your shelter. And then on top of it is like a pole uh, sticking up. And then it has a cable going off it. And you just have to, when you set your tent up, you'd have to like 
basically buried in the ground to ground it somewhere. Um, I'm sure okay. someone who knows it, like, like, or even, about it, or even better, it could somehow just be built into the tent poles themselves, right? It, yeah, that's and then possible you'd have too. To, like, get the tent poles. I don't know how to ground them, get them into the ground, or something like that. But yeah, I, I, I've always wished when I was in like lightning storms, there was just like a safe, like a safe space from from lightning. You know, like I think yeah, I just lightning scares the shit out of me, and so no, it's, as I it would. I would love to be able to know that I was safe by just setting up a tent and like getting inside it. I don't know. Hmm. No, I, I feel like the idea, I don't know. I honestly, I, my grasp of uh, electricity is definitely not strong enough to make this statement, but I'm going to go ahead and say that that's not the, <laughs> that there's, there's actually like, I feel like the same principles that you use to, cause like usually it'd be like buildings and stuff like that have these big, yeah, uh, yeah. Electric, like uh, lightning uh, poles on them. And it's for the, it's for the reason you just said it's to attract the lightning to that, but then it, essentially diverts the electricity to a safe place but and then you can use the electricity to charge your phone oh there we go oh oh so you actually would be going out trying to get hit by lightning. yeah someone's like shit man i hope there's a lightning storm up here on this ridge line i really need to charge my phone i mean if in yeah like in colorado in the summer that's absolutely that could absolutely be a reliable way to get uh to get power it's like i don't know i like the i think the the issue is it would just be heavy like there's no way that wouldn't be heavy right yeah the cable and the pole would so, definitely be so i think the the thing that's holding it back isn't so much making it happen but rather it's just not practical yet you know like you just it just would be too heavy to carry yeah also when you said like the tent poles could divert the electricity what if you're like leaning against one like yeah. against the wall of your shelter there'd like have that. to be some sort of way to make it yeah i don't know and, and i also imagine that when I feel like if you're that close to the actual temple or the, even the cable where like this power is being diverted, if it's like that strong of an electrical current or whatever, it might just arc and jump into you and then just like, yeah, you, know, you get baked as well. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I, I'm not, I don't say, I don't know the design of like how those, those lightning rods are, are set up and like how they make sure that it doesn't, the electricity doesn't go anywhere else. Let me, let me Google uh-huh. it. Just like what? What would I Google lightning? Yeah, like lightning rod, I lightning think. safe tent, oh, or that too. Yeah, I mean it might be a thing. See, I also feel like it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of a solution in search of a problem because I don't think it's, I don't think that many people are getting struck by lightning while they're in their tents. You know, it's usually people up on tree line or up, uh, up above tree line on a ridge. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like if you, yeah, if you put your tent like up most there, of the time. Most of the time, it's fine. I, I just found this article. It says, lightning-proof bolt tents will keep you safe in a storm. Okay. Um, it, lo- it looks pretty damn hefty, though. I yeah. don't know. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's heavy as shit, but... I, actually, more than hiking, I could see this... Uh, more than, like, backpacking specifically, I could see this being really useful for, like, mountaineering. So, like, if you think of, like, Everest Base Camp, when they're... They put these tents up, and they're there for, like, weeks at a time while yeah. they're waiting. And, like they're so far above tree line like they don't have anywhere to go um when there's an electrical storm coming around so um i feel like in like in a more permanent tent it, it could be heavier too like because you only need to set it up you set it up a lot less frequently um but yeah it actually could be probably really useful there because that's a situation where like you know you can't just pick up your stuff and go down below tree line like if you camped up on a ridge and you were hoping to get a good sunset but then a storm rolls in you know you could just pick yourself up run down a tree line hopefully if there's some nearby but if you're like doing some kind of like um mountaineering expedition and you're like way above tree line you're stuck up there there's probably yeah, not really exactly. that kind of option so yeah that actually would probably be a really useful uh use case for for what you're describing what about 
and this is way too simple to to if it was possible it would exist i feel like but even even better just some sort of something you can just stand on or sit on that would like ground you somehow and make you not be able to get struck by lightning i don't know <laughs> electrical yeah, I mean, engineers anybody out there was, let me know. yeah <laughs> yeah my knowledge is not strong enough but i feel like i feel like it could be a thing i feel like it, it would it would exist already maybe it does i don't fucking know um anyways yeah we probably got time for like one more one more each so pick your pick your last one baker what what's your your final idea okay uh, you I can take so you can take a second you can take do, a second. do i need to pick the one that i think uh, uh, i don't know okay all right so this is this is an idea that's kind of like your 10 idea i don't know if it has a, i don't i can't think of a great implementation but if this was somehow a thing it would be awesome uh this is a little bear idea this is a self-hanging bear bag okay interesting because you know like hanging a bear bag like, at least for me is like I, I despise doing it. Like I'd almost rather fight a bear than have to hang my food. <laughs> yeah, just, just defend your food. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just go face to face with a bear. But yeah, it's like, because I don't know, it's just such a pain to, to like set it up and it gets caught in branches and stuff like that. So I don't really know what this would look like, honestly. But I, I don't know if it's like you put it on the ground and it somehow launches itself over <laughs> or if it like, like is it a is it like a small mini drone that like flies it directly over and it like weaves its way through all the branches and avoids all that stuff? Is it a I don't know. Is it something that like it's like a spider crawly type thing that you put it and it crawls up the tree and then crawls out in the limb and then like hangs the line there? Like I don't know what <laughs> like I don't know or maybe it's just remote control like spider crawly thing. I don't know. I don't know what this what this would look like or if this is even practical at all. But this is like I don't know. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. I would probably end up hanging my my food more often if i didn't have to actually try hard to do it i i agree i i don't know how this would happen either but it would be nice to have something that could do that for you yeah that'd be tight yeah but I, again i don't have i don't have a great i don't have any great ideas it's, it's even less practical than or it's even less concrete than your your tent idea at least we had like some theories on it but i, I got nothing <laughs> i just got like wild crazy ideas on how it maybe could be done it's a good idea in theory no fucking idea how it could happen, but yeah, but that's that's okay. That's okay. If anybody has an idea of how to make that happen, let me know. Um, so my last one. This is a dumb one. This is just stupid. No one would ever do this, but I thought of it today, and I thought it was kind of funny. So, multi-purpose save weight. Got to save weight. Um, one thing I was thinking about is how you carry a headlamp, but you also have a flashlight on your cell phone, right? So why don't you come up with some sort of band or clip? that you can put your phone onto and then put that on your head and use that as your headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they have like those armbands I've seen that people can get for your phone that like people use when they're running like or running whatever. Shit, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you could just put that right on your, yeah, why not? Just put it right on and your And then forehead. even better if it has a little battery in it and you can like charge your phone so that it doesn't just like run out of battery like while yeah, you're using it you know it could use a, the battery from the thing instead of the battery from your phone yeah that's that i was gonna say that but yeah if it, if it has another battery with it then <laughs> well no it's it doesn't even do that it just it has like a slot for your battery pack which you're probably already carrying and then it has another slot for the or you oh, can just yeah. have a, a really long cable if you have a long enough cable your battery pack is like in your hip belt or something or in the outside of your pack on the back or something or in a side pocket and you run a long cable up to your up to your head i feel like i've heard someone had to do this when they're when they're their the battery on their headlamp died and they had like just the kind where you replace the batteries yeah yeah um, 
and yeah i think i feel like i've heard of someone doing this kind of thing or something like that <laughs> i know I, I saw someone put his phone in his shoulder strap pocket to do that because he had it i think it was, that's what he did i think he put it in his shoulder strap pocket um oh okay because he was stuck using his, his he lost or something happened to his headlamp and so he stuck it in his shoulder strap pocket um his phone and he used the light from it to to hike but yeah, that would be pretty. It would look super cool though too. Like if it was on your head. <laughs> you could also use it as like a. You know, you think about like the GoPro mounts. Oh yeah. You can there put you on your head. You could. Oh like, yeah. You could like record video from it too. You could like yeah, GoPro your yourself walking all day. Yeah, that's. That'd be some riveting footage. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. You well, should do that for your next video. Just head mounted. Like. Oh, I'm sure people you, would love that. Yeah. You're just gonna. I'm gonna. Here's like. Here's like. You know. 48 hours of just me walking through the woods. <laughs> just film the entire trip. Just to, Every, like, just to yeah. prove that you did it, you know? Just live stream it later, you know? Like, oh, I'm going to live stream this on Twitch, me walking around in the woods and hiking. <laughs> that's so funny. Actually, I have one more bonus I- item that's very simple. And this one could literally be implemented today. A tent, but it comes with little, like, ambient lights attached to it. Like, in on the inside. Oh, that's a thing. That exists. Does it? Yeah, uh, like a well, backpacking I don't know if it, tent. Yeah, I don't know if it still exists, but Big Agnes has a. Oh, what do they call it? They have. They have a. Excuse my typing. Um, I'm almost positive they have a tent. Like I'm almost positive they have a tent that comes with lights in it. It's like the lights are strung up through the. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it's a thing. Sorry to steal your thunder, but Big Agnes has done it. It's called like the Loom. It has like Lumen in the name or Lumen, something. I don't remember, but yeah, that's I, that's a great idea. Like I. I remember when I ordered my first Big Agnes like way back when they had Mountain Glow. That's what's called MTN oh, okay. Glow. Yep. And so it's basically, I think you attach a battery. I think you bring your own battery or something. But the lights are basically, yeah, they're they're basically built right into, um, yeah, it's got like LED lights like built into it. Let me look it up. Mountain Glow. Yeah, MTN GLO. If you just search like Big Agnes MTN GLO, yeah. I'm trying oh, to find a photo of the actual lights in there. Like, I oh can't. yeah, this is literally exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, they should come up with some sort of strip that you can. Is it so? It's built into the tent. It's not attached separately. I, I think so. Okay, actually, it requires three AAA batteries. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find an actual photo one here of the of how what it looks like. But yeah, I'm like almost positive it's it's like built into. Because they, okay. you could easily make like just the lighting, you know, and yeah. then just oh, use yeah. it for a different. Oh, I actually see it right here. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could even bring your own like string lights. Like they have those. Yeah, that's basically what it looks like. It's like a string light. Maybe this, it is separate. Oh, it is. I'm sorry. This product is no longer available. Yeah, well, I, guess it I didn't go very well then. Yeah, so. I imagine it's not. Okay, I take that back. I'm watching a video now, and they're basically stringing it up. It's basically a set of lights that. Um, Although there's some tents that say they're a mountain glow. This is an accessory kit, but this one has a, I feel like this one, maybe it's, yeah, this is a built-in one. They have a tent that's a built-in one, but I think it's, yeah, it's on sale and I don't know if they're, if it's going to be discontinued or not. I don't know. Well, that would be easy enough to just make on your own, honestly. That'd be pretty cool. All right. Um, I think that's going to do it then, Baker. Any parting thoughts? No, you, well, you had the best inventions, I'm going to say. Like, I, I feel like I, I did not bring... Uh, very many good inventions to the table. Obviously, you know, excluding the the trowel spoon hybrid, like that's obviously <laughs> a, that's a slam dunk in my in my book. But <laughs> I think the rest of yours were actually quite practical. And see, I had a lot more, but it 
it was yours were hot yours were better ideas it was about it was a quality versus quantity type situation i think you had some really quantity sorry really quality ideas and maybe some of these on this list are actually better than i thought but i just don't have any practical ways of like okay all right let me just throw one out okay, there it's okay. like really it's <laughs> this was like so funny so this is okay this is a little bit idea too and i think it's so funny some kind of robotic arm that's like sitting on your pack that like feeds you snacks and like <laughs> brings your water bottle up to your face whenever you're <laughs> like how, funny. how great would that be it's almost as goofy as like the giant hat umbrella i feel like that is... but that that's like that could be a thing right you just reach in your pack so heavy out. though dude oh, so it'd be, heavy. It'd see so i tried heavy. to make my ideas like not ridiculously heavy i guess just like yeah. i tried to make them yeah i guess practical but i don't know Okay, but I, here's the last, here's a really good, well, not last, but here's another really good idea is some sort of device that you poop into it and it converts your poop into energy and then, <laughs> right? I mean, that's like, you're think of how much energy you're just like literally throwing away and burying in the ground all, every day. You could just poop into this thing and it would just like, somehow it would just burn your poop all day long. So you would just have this, first of all, bears would never... They would never come near you, um, or you know, other like, hikers for that matter. Yeah, yeah, you'd be you you <laughs> absolutely get the wilderness uh, isolated experience that you were looking for. It's just like this big thing burning poop all day, sitting on your pack, and then you're charging your devices while you're at it. That's so funny. Damn, little bears got all the ideas. Should I just? I'm gonna just rapid fire the rest. Okay, of these. do them, do them. Okay, so another one is some kind of like really nasty spray that you spray all over your food bag, and then bears just they don't even need oh, to hang it. I thought of this actually. They don't even I thought need of to this. Come I didn't write it down, but I was thinking about this one earlier. My first idea was just to like smear. I guess a lot of these are poop based. I just have like a fourth grade mind. We just smear some poop all over. It's like a bag <laughs> that you just like you smear the poop on, and then the bears don't go near your food. And then when you're done, you like inside out it, and then you keep that bag for the day. And then you re in, you know flip it out again, and then you smear your latest round of poop on there i don't it it's kind of hard to like get the timing with getting the poop and the smearing at the same time but um let's see okay a tent that is also a pack i don't know i'm not sure how that would some i, I don't know that would be like a tarp you like a tarp but you also could just like roll it up into a pack and it just has all your stuff in it yeah that'd maybe be, that'd be that's multi-purpose i could see that yep uh, this was actually probably, there's probably a good use for this, but uh, some sort of headlamp, which doesn't glare into your glasses, I guess little bear wears glasses. And this is a problem she has where, uh, headlamps that she's wearing on her head, put uh, throw a glare into her glasses. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if there were maybe some kind of like screen or something that prevented the beams of light from going directly down. I don't know. Uh, let's see if there's any other ones. Uh, Clothes that never smell. I mean, that just sounds like a wish. I don't even know that's an invention. <laughs> that would be clothes that never. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds great in theory, but it's like I don't. I, I guess you just have to. But yeah, that'd be a great invention if you. It's like merino, but it actually like really, really never smells after a long time. Uh, and then like waterproof fabrics that are actually one direction directional, so they actually really breathe out from one way, but then the other way they never let water in. Like those are just basically like someone needs to invent some better materials yeah, to make those happen. Pretty but, much. So yeah, like I said, we had a, we had a lot of random ideas, but I think a lot of years were actually much more, the, the they're much more realistic to implement. Well, I appreciate that. Um, thanks for doing this. So last minute, maybe if we had more time, you would have gotten better ideas, but I, don't I know. mean, no, those weren't, those weren't all bad. Um, the poop trowel or the, the, the spork poop trowel thing. That's that's funny as shit. Um, <laughs> that's a real that's a real winner right there. Um, all right, Baker, 
do you do you even need to plug your stuff? Do you want to plug your stuff? I'll plug it, but I haven't I haven't posted on Instagram and like I don't I, I don't. People I don't are really probably like, dude, I'm not gonna fucking follow this. Like I don't care. Like the, just, the only time I go on Instagram is when you message me say, hey, are we doing another episode of Trails Tale? Trail Tale. Because so. <laughs> I couldn't find a guest or my guest canceled on me, which is what happened this time. So that's well, why mean, Baker I, comes on so much. He's like my. He's like my, first of all, we always have great episodes. It's like some of my favorite are the Baker episodes. They always do pretty well too. But um, whenever I like have somebody that, or whenever I can't get an episode together in time, whether that's like somebody canceled on me like this week or I just can't find a guest, hit up Baker and then we yeah. do some goofy shit. I'm, I'm down with that. So yeah, that's the main use for Instagram is to receive messages from you to know that it's time to do another episode. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, if people want to, look at my old posts. I, there's nothing new, but if they want to go back and look at old ones, uh, it's at B-B-O-K-O-R-N-E-Y. Nice. Is my, is my handle. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it. Thanks to uh, CS for sponsoring this episode. Go check them out. And yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Baker. Bye.